Why not? A queer podcast. Hi, everybody. I'm Rick Todd. And I'm Jeremy Williams, and you're listening to Wine. Why not? A queer podcast. Episode 52. Me, me, me. One uh, year. <laughs> I'm so confused by you started off in this whole sweaty balls thing. <clears throat> I wanted to build up to the excitement. <laughs> like, hey, everybody. It it's is. our one year. It's our one year anniversary show. And my God, do we have quite the lineup for you. Guess out the ass. We have lined up one star from every single movie. No, I'm just kidding. Our first guest, <laughs> the one and only Martin Scorsese. I wish. Why don't you make gay films, Marty? I wish that. Um, aren't they somewhat? No. Mm. Uh, uh, well, they talk really. The guys in the sh- in his movies they talk joke, really but, close together. Uh, I might have. Fe- friends and family listening that would not appreciate the joke that I was planning on making. <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell me later. Okay. Uh, no, it's so exciting. I can't believe that we've been doing this a year. I know, right? Um, 52 weeks. 52, certainly not 52 headlines we talked about. <laughs> F- 52 seasons? That's a restaurant, no. 52, oh, it is. Isn't it like a <laughs> fancy restaurant? I mean, it is definitely pricier than, say, you know, your your typical steakhouse. Um, I don't know if this was how it was for you. I feel like this is how it was for, like, when we were younger, of our generation. Not so much for the kids uh, these days, as far as what TikTok tells me. But back in uh, back in our day, places like Red Lobster and Olive Garden, that was fancy eating. That was, oh, get your nice clothes on. We're going out to the Red Lobster. And I feel like a lot of kids these days are like, Red Lobster, that's so pretentious. Chain restaurants. (laughs) I like their cheddar biscuits. I don't know what kids you're talking to, but I need to hear. I need to have a friend in my life who talks and then goes at the end of his sentences. He's been gone a while, but Chris, that's Chris. That's how he sounds. I saw him walking down the street the other day. I told him. And then I told him <laughs> what you shouted to him. <laughs> Did he laugh? Uh, he goes, hmm. <laughs> what I like to call the Miss Piggy sound. <laughs> <laughs> Did he go, yeah, that sounds more like Rick than just a generic hello, how are you? No, because I, to- I told him, I was like, hey, um, Rick t- said he saw you. And he goes, yeah, yeah, he was drove by or something. He told me, you know, the, the basic, the gist of the story. And uh, he goes, I had my earbuds in. And uh, I was like, oh, hey. And I said, yeah, you, you, you had your earbuds in, so you didn't hear what he called you the first time. <laughs> and oh, because he told me he sent a lovely text to you or something. Yes, he did. And, it was um, very lovely. And, he, and I said, he called you a drunk toy slur. <laughs> and that's when he missed Piggy. And he was like, hmm. he was on his way out the door, probably to come beat your ass. Uh. <laughs> Um, no, Chris wouldn't beat anyone's ass. You know, that's funny. When I lived in New York, um, like the first person that I ever fell in love with when I was in college in North Carolina, he went to school in New York. And then after I had graduated college, I lived in Orlando for a little bit. And then I moved to New York City and he was still there. And we kind of became friends and we would hang out from time to time. Uh, but Jen and I were in a cab one time 
and he was walking down the street and I leaned out the cab window and I yelled, skank. <laughs> He's the only person who turned around on that entire crowded street. And I was like, at least you knew who we were looking for. <laughs> so when I see somebody in on the street, I have this, um, this, I feel like I need to, to shout at them. Sure. All right, so this is our 52nd one-year episode. Yeah. We're very excited about it. So we're doing something a little different. We are abandoning our name of Wine, Why Not? Yes. Where you drink wine and I do not. And not in the sense that I'm drinking wine, but in the sense that you're not drinking wine. So what are you drinking yes. to celebrate? Um, we are changing from Wine, Why Not? to Champagne, Champagne Not. <laughs> Um, it's only champagne if it comes from the um, champagne region of me, France. Yeah, we actually, me and Caitlin had that talk, and I've decided, you know what? I'm tired of the elitist, pretentious French people, Bogart and the champagne. So, yeah, I'm having champagne. I am having champagne. From the French region of now, Boise, Idaho. <laughs> make sure that you're... Did you put Alka-Seltzer in your glass? Put that up on so that they can see it on the camera. Look at the fizziness. Just go crazy. Can you, can you hear that? Can you, ooh, you we're kind You kind of can. Bubbles. That's bubbles, crazy. Bubbles, that, is, that is some bubbly. Mm. And you I am, are drinking something different today, uh, too. You know what? We decided that I needed to celebrate a little. So we were in the wine aisle, and we did find that they had a, non, a non-alcoholic wine. Oh, my God. This is actually a good public service announcement you're about to do, because someone in your shoes might go and buy it thinking yeah. they're well, doing a I good think, thing. I think some people in my shoes do. And in oh. my shoes, I mean um, those of the alcoholic. So, Those who wear size AA. <laughs> <laughs> there are other ways to. You don't have to go to do AA. There's other ways, um, but uh, we went. If you don't like AA, you use Plan BB. <laughs> I got a bunch of them. Go ahead. Sorry, someone's punchy for their one year. So we, um, uh, so we went looking for it, and they had this white wine. It was a non-alcoholic wine, which I've heard about before. Yeah. Which I thought was well, gee, isn't that just grape juice? But apparently not. Uh, so they gave that to me, and they were like, look, this is alcohol-free. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I said, so we're sure that this is 100%, that there is 0% proof alcohol. And then they went, well, yeah. there's like a point zero 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 one in all non-alcoholic things. Uh, so I know people who are alcoholics that drink um, non-alcoholic beer and non-alcoholic mm-hmm. wine. I mean, I guess the theory is you have to drink like a 1,000 of them yeah. to get a buzz. I also want to mention that, because um, I know somebody who drinks non-alcoholic beer, but not because um, she goes to meetings. So I just want to say, people, you're allowed to drink it and not be an alcoholic. I don't know that you are. No, I'm just really? Kidding. Oh. <laughs> well, if you're listening, put the non-alcoholic beer down. I personally don't understand why someone would drink non-alcoholic beer, because I don't like the taste of beer, so I feel like the alcohol is the only reason you would drink it, but I, I feel like I'm different there. Um, I'll to be honest with you. I know a lot of alcoholics uh, that drink alcohol beer. <laughs> so it's okay. You do you. All kinds. All it, it takes all kinds to make up this world. You do you. You just. But anyway, um. So we then went to the um, juice aisle. Yes. So that Where we could get my be, libations. Yes. Uh, and I'm drinking a sparkling rosé in honor of my husband, who is a big fan of the rosé. Um. So we're just. I, I haven't opened it yet. Yeah. Because we made the mistake of opening yeah, yours. Yeah. I opened before. mine off camera or off oh. mic, and uh, it made a really cool popping sound. Ooh. Crackly. Yeah. It actually smells really good. Hold your bottle up to the microphone. See if it's. Well, I guess you got to shake it up and fizz it up first. Ooh, right into your. 
Is that Madonna on your no, mug? No, it's not. It's my favorite mug, and it's too small to hold the size coffee that I like. So I had to I, I use it for this. So one of my favorite shows is Ozark. And one of my favorite characters <gasps> is that sassy mouth. Uh, you know what's hilarious person. about that? <laughs> is until it got shelved, she was cast to play Madonna in the Ma- Madonna biopic. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she used to say this thing all the time. It says, I don't know shit about fuck. And uh, <laughs> Dylan bought this for me for something. Oh. And I, I decided to... Uh, to use it for this. We've dropped the curse words a lot earlier in this episode than our first one. I know. <laughs> and, 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 and I was the first one again. So anyway, let's take a sip. Yes. Oh, cheers to one year. Clankety clank. Oh yeah, cheers. Yeah. This is How is it? This is so delicious. Is it? It really is. Are we sure there's not any I mean, it it's, it's not even in the liquor aisle. So, um if there is alcohol in it, it's not your fault. It's. I was oh, about to say their name or something. It's a some of this. That's good. Supermarket's fault. Supermarket, sweep it into the correct aisle. We'll we say. don't have little cups here, or we could share. There's some coffee mugs on. Oh, good. You're good. We're good. We're we're just getting the staff some uh, get liquored up. Yeah, it's a celebration for everybody. Yeah, it is. <laughs> for um, one year, they've had to put up with us taking over <laughs> this room. Now, nah, not one year. Um. Oh, we, we, you mentioned the number earlier. How many did we do in the studio? Because uh, obviously oh, over right. the course of the year, we started off in the studio, the Culture Club radio studio. And then... Uh, Culture we, Club. No, that's not right. <laughs> Culture Club's boy, different. Yeah. Culture radio. Um, and the, we, the Karma Chameleon studio. We were limited to one hour. Um, where in some episodes, maybe we should be limited to one hour. But... Um, we were limited there. Also, we had to be there at a specific time and day. Now we can be more flexible because we record them in the office and send them off. So um, I think it, we, it was like episode 20 or 24, I think you said, that we started doing them in here. So Yeah, I think it was 24. Yeah, so that's, uh, uh, that's, a, that's a good almost 30 episodes that they've had to put up with us. 28. 28 episodes they have had to put up with us in the office. So You math cheers. real good. <laughs> Well, I did 30, and then I was like, well, if 24 plus 30 is 54, and this oh, okay. is episode 52, subtract two. I got uh, what's that guy? The beautiful mind guy? I got a beautiful mind. <laughs> Which is ironic, because I think I've started seeing things that aren't there. Um, I don't know if I'm about to confess to be my schizophrenia setting. How much of that do you um, drink when we're not around? Not enough. How old was he in the movie when it, when it set up? Beautiful mind? Yeah. Oh, God, I can't remember. I mean, probably younger than me, I would think. I think it's, I mean, schizophrenia is something you're born with, right? You don't, like, a, a develop it. Please tell me. do Because <laughs> here's the thing, and this is going to sound weird, but something that um, has been happening on a regular basis is out of the corner of my eye, I see insects, <laughs> like, running on something, and I'll turn in fear, and there's nothing there. But out of the corner of my eye, I see things moving, and I feel like there's bugs everywhere. I just have to scrub, scrub everything. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if anyone um, has a diagnosis for this, please yeah. email us at wwn at watermark. Also, I've been after talking about the lamp story. I've been feeling like I was driving to work this morning, and I just I felt like the entire world felt off. And I felt like I was in a Matrix style. I was like, I honestly felt like I was about to wake up, and I was. This was all just a dream. Do we all know the the lamp story? 
Did you tell the lamp story? Oh, was that told on on film? I think it was on. Oh, okay. For those who didn't listen last week, and maybe if I told it, um, lamp story is uh, it's the lamp Reddit story, making its way around Reddit, where this guy was in college, got in a fight with a football player. The football player hit him. I'm paraphrasing and probably messing up some of the details, but he goes to the hospital. Um, he meets who will be his future wife at the hospital. She's a nurse or something. They fall in love. They get married. They have two kids. He's got like the perfect life. They've been together for 10 years and he's sitting on the couch. His kids are in bed. His wife's in bed. He's got a cup of cocoa and he's watching the game. He's just like, life's good. And he notices the lamp on the uh, end table looks a little weird and he's staring at it because it, it looks superimposed on there. It looks like it's like a like a photo on top of the table, not really a real lamp. And he's looking at it and uh the lights start to brighten and it turns out that the the light the lamp was the light in the hospital room and that he had got hit so hard by the football player that his mind made up the last 10 years of his life and he woke up in the hospital bed uh, after being knocked out by the football player and mourned this wife and kids that his brain made up uh, for the last um, 10 years which wasn't really 10 years anyway um he was sad and a little crazy, apparently. Um, and ever since reading that, I just feel like maybe somebody punched me in college and I'm about to wake up in the hospital. Or you woke up and you thought you've told that story already um, and you haven't. In fact, this is the first episode. <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of Wine, Why Not? Um, but do you just ever get those feelings like you just feel like you're outside of reality? <laughs> No, just me. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, sometimes the world seems a little crazy, but I don't ever it think sure that, does. that it's weird. I often kind of think about, and I think there's a movie coming out about this where, where this happens to somebody. Um, I, I don't know if it's a gay movie or not, but it's something that we've come across recently that we were doing where somebody wakes up and they wake up in the year that they were a kid and they they become friends with their parents. It's Yeah, it's that... Um, all of uh, oh, it's, a, it's all all of us strangers. All of us strangers. Yeah, yes. he goes back to his childhood home, and his parents are there, and it's like a I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, um, but yeah, we're he goes through like a portal or something that takes him back to his house, Ooh, like that movie Frequency. Did you see that? <gasps> Ooh, that, that was, was a, a good, good movie. One. That yeah. was a good one. Um, but yeah, so that we'll probably talk about that in the next couple of weeks because that's in theaters now. Um, but I've had dreams sometimes where I will wake up and I am eight years old. But I have all the knowledge that I have now. That's the dream. That's the dream. I would love to wake up like at four or five knowing that like this all is how the world was going to happen. And I alone can fix it. I don't know. What, I sound like Donald Trump. That's what happened. Donald Trump woke up after a long dream of what he thought was reality. And he's like, mm, I am the only man who can know. fix this. I think about my own problems. You know, I mean, not to sound selfish, <laughs> I think about my own problems, but how can you solve the world's problems? When you went back to you were eight years old, you have your own problems. And, and think about all the problems that you're going to have that you're a 40-something-year-old man in an eight-year-old gay body that you're going to have to wait a long time before you can act on that kind of a thing. You Do know? I? I, I mean, feel like I could just join the Catholic Church. Okay, <laughs> let me say, oh, that's about the time to do it. That is that is that is the ripe age and the time ripe of, old age of eight, and the time frame. I'd be like Father Thomas. <laughs> You're looking lovely today. <laughs> I love your dress. What are you, what are you wearing? <laughs> who, who are you wearing? 
Ah. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. What a terrible thought process. But yeah, I mean, I've thought about that. You know, I've had um, relatives that have passed away. Yeah. My sister died when she was 45. And, um, you know, my father passed away. And I'm always like, when you go back and you're like eight years old, do you just like drop hints like, hey, maybe we shouldn't eat macaroni and cheese yeah. and this and this. Maybe like, we do I'll salads make us, today. I'll, I'll make us a fresh salad. <laughs> you know, everybody's like, how do you know how to do this? And you're like, ah. Oh. You know, yeah. Because um, you can't just outright I say like, how, "Hey, you're gonna when you turn." I 45, love how when you think gonna... about this, you're like, "I'm gonna go back and save the ones in my life that we lost early." I'm like, "I'm gonna find a way to buy stock in Apple, and I am going to find a way to tackle the tourists. I'm gonna <laughs> tour uh, the the terrorists uh, from 9/11. I'm gonna go to those flight schools in Florida that they were in." And I'm going to murder them. And it's going to look terrible because I killed people. But I'm actually doing it to save people. See, that's how psychos talk. No, I mean, I think I, I mean, all those things do exist in this in this thought process. I yeah. mean, of course, part of saving my family is going to be like, hey, Ma, write this down. <laughs> First of all, you buy Apple stock and no matter what, you keep it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to think, oh, this is a big boom. I'm going to sell them. But that's nope. not the big boom. The big boom's 20 years later. Buy them. Buy them once they got rid of Steve Jobs that first time before they bring him back, because that's when the company was at its worst. And then you buy it. Steve Jobs came back, introduced the iMac, the iPad. Yeah, the but iPhone, I'm talking like the I, iTunes. When I'm eight years old, I, it's 83. I'm talking like buy mm. buy that stock right off the bat and never let it go. When it first goes public, yeah, you, you get it. You, you never get let in it go. on the ground floor at right. your age. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, I got no shame in that. I don't get, you know, I'll sell you some of mine when you turn eight. <laughs> I'm gonna buy into Google. Uh, you know that, but then also it's like okay, buy Yahoo, keep it for five years, get rid of it, then buy into. Um, well, you buy AOL and yeah. then you get rid of it. You buy into Yahoo and then you take get rid of that and then get into Microsoft. But always keep that Apple. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Always keep that Apple. That's good words to live by. I don't An know apple a day keeps your stocks healthy. Something like that. So before we uh, get into too, 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 too much detail about what we'll do when we go back to save yeah. our eight-year-old selves, uh, what did you do this week? What did I do this week? Um, God, I feel like I need to develop a better social life because uh, these last couple of episodes, I feel like I was like, mm, let's stay at home. Um, but uh, I watched, uh, for those who are, are Seth MacFarlane fans, the uh, TED series came out. I almost watched it last night. Did you like it? Um, I loved it. I feel like this is a show that a very specific audience is going to love. If you like Family Guy, you're going to like this. If you like the first two Ted movies, you'll probably like this. Um, Who's the kid that's in it? Is he, isn't he? he like, was he in something else? He just looks familiar. He, almost, not, he looks like the kid who was in the, the, the autistic kid. Who, he played the autistic kid in, um, not autistic, he, was, he had Asperger's, uh, which is a form of autism, yeah. right? Uh, in Parenthood, the TV show Parenthood. I didn't watch the TV show Parenthood, so I don't know. But he is—he does an, an an amazing impersonation of Mark Wahlberg's Boston accent from the movies. I'll put, uh, oh, hey to your mother. <laughs> Did you ever see that SNL episode when um, somebody was playing him? I think it was. Uh, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg yeah. was playing him and he's walking around and it's like, hey goat, hey to your mother. <laughs> hey to your mother. Say hey to your mom for me. Uh, I'm uh, going to look up Parenthood cast and put yeah. it on the big screen for you. 
Um, but uh, it's it's a live action um, Family Guy without the flashbacks, but um, just really weird humor. Uh, yes, Max Braverman, that's him. Is that really him? Yeah, that is him. Oh, I thought he looked familiar. Oh, there he is in that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's. I'm playing a video. I'm sorry. I gasped. No, don't play it. Welcome to California <laughs> Live. Um, but I loved it. I cr- it cracked me up. Um, it's seven episodes, and uh, they have it listed as a mini series. So I'm hoping that this it, it, it's going to be recategorized as a series, and they do a couple of more. Um, but I liked it. It had a very Everybody hates Chris. Um, what's that show you watch? Uh, the Goldbergs. It oh, had yeah? a very because it takes place in the '90s, so it has a very uh, throwback kind of feel. I love um, the Goldbergs. Ian McKellen does some of the narration on it, um, which I love. I love anything Ian McKellen does. Uh, but it was good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, had a good laugh. I love foul mouth teddy bears. Um, I know that that is a very small specific group, but um, I enjoy a nice dirty have you, bear. Have you seen those those keychains? I feel like they were keychains. I don't know. Would you get them at like Spencer's or something? And they were like like bears that like unzip their bear suit thing and open it up, and they're wearing like lingerie. Or there's like a bear that's got piercings. Have you, am I the only one that's ever seen? I don't this? know, but I would love to see. I want a collection of these. They sound lovely. <laughs> All right. I'm going to look it up. I'll throw it on the big board. Uh, But yeah, so other than that, I mean, uh, Chris, uh, my roommate, got back from his his travel nursing. So he's back in town for a while. Um, So we hung out and chatted and uh, caught up. And uh, yeah, so it was, I mean, oh, I... Forgot I uh, I hung out with you on Friday. Oh, you did. Bad taste bears. Oh, oh, good <laughs> lord. There's so many of them. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to find the, I this is just the one with piercings. I was trying to find the one with lingerie, but it's like it's like it's like uh she's unzipping her skin and underneath it she's wearing a, oh. or her fur, I guess. Is I should that say. his belly button pierced or is that I'm gonna go with the belly button. Okay. I don't know if they're I don't know if they've crossed that line. Okay. I was just curious because it's it looks like it's the where the belly button would be, but it looks bulgy. <laughs> He's got an Audi, that's for sure. Okay. That's what it is. It's an Audi. Um, oh, look, there's one praying. Oh, well, that's not a... Is that in bad taste? It's... Oh. 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 Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> maybe the piercing down there is maybe something. Maybe it was a... Holy. Um, oh, there it is. Oh, Caitlin's yeah. has got it. Anyway, I'm sure this is real fun for anyone listening. Beautiful, beautiful. You anyway, should look, look about the, the bad, bears. Taste, bad, bad taste, taste bears. bears collection. It's fascinating. It was a thing. Um, but while. yeah, I, I came over to your house and we celebrated your birthday. You sure did. Uh, played some games, had some food, had some cake. Yeah. Yeah. All that good, good stuff. The things one must do on a birthday. Friends, food, The things food, that many cake. people do. Yeah. I don't. I don't birthday. Why not? I don't get birthday. I, you have the misfortune of having a birthday on a tragic I event. I am a Jehovah Witness on the inside, if not on the outside. <laughs> I don't celebrate the birthdays. That's not what Jesus would want. Um, no, I just, I don't know. Birthdays are fun when you're a kid, but uh, I don't know. They just, you have to see people and like talk to them. I want you to, I want you to, <laughs> when, when, when we put this out and for people to listen to it, I want you to take the last 10 seconds and then what you can compare it to three minutes ago. When I asked you what you did this week, and you said, 
I need to get more friends. I need to do stuff. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I don't have birthdays. I have to see people. As uh, I forget his name, but if do you ever see the the movie um, Clerks? Um, they're having a conversation. It's Kevin Smith's first film, and uh, he's inviting his friend. They're like, "Hey, let's go to the party." And he goes, "You don't like people." He goes, and he says, "I hate people, but I love gatherings." And that I feel like is my life motto. I love a good gathering. I just don't care for people. I do like um, I like to go to parties, but not. I mean, I like or, or events, but I just like to stand in the corner. And yeah. like talk about what's going on. I like going I to events say, that have food. I wouldn't say talk about people there, but just sort of like, you know, talk about people there. Shoot the shit. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I get you. It's, nice, it's much nicer to talk about people than to talk to people. No? What'd you do this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> well, this week was, it was supposed to start off, start off awesome. Sure. What is it? What is the uh, alcohol content mm-hmm. of this? Holy crap! You're almost to the bottom of that bottle. Well, you know, this is why I stopped drinking <laughs> alcohol because I had a problem. I drank it fast and I drank it often. Um, Take your bear down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see the clock. <laughs> so um, I was supposed to start off uh, Tuesday of going to see Company at Strass. Oh, yes. Um, but we had this uh, terrible storm come through mm-hmm. and people begged me not to drive. Um, so I stayed in, in a house, which apparently um, was the worst part of the storm. Is gonna hit and, and you know so it got kind of kooky for about what's so funny about this is like you got to stay off the roads and you got to not be out doing anything um for something that's the equivalent of 90 seconds yeah and it just kind of came in and went but it was really crazy it was a crazy storm but i'm glad you know because i was there to kind of prepare things and keep my dogs company because the dogs get kind of crazy and severe they do. Weather storm so. uh dogs do not like storms or no. fireworks uh, but it was my birthday. My 49th birthday was this Happy past birthday. weekend. And it was a good time. You yeah. know, we had people over. We kind of went way overboard, as we always do on a charcuterie board. Um, you know, I think there was like two two, two kinds and two pounds of cheese for yeah. every person I who was there. I believe the charcuterie board is what other people would call um, a butcher's block island. But yes. it was like a four foot by two foot charcuterie board loaded with cheese and fruit and spreads. And crackers, and it didn't have enough room for everything, so we had another board, another, yeah, we had another table, table with uh, <laughs> sandwiches and olives and yeah, more cheese. Yeah, so yeah. we had all that stuff, and I made a cake, uh, which I thought was delicious. It was like Very angel good. food cake Very with good. like a whipped cream and berry uh, filling in it. It was delicious. Um, so that was a lot of fun, and I just you know it used to be my birthdays used to be the kind of a thing where. You know, one year we went out to a bar and everybody was required to wear a forever lazy or a snuggie. Is that what they were called? Those like oh, blankets yeah. that are. But as forever lazy is like this ridiculous onesie um, that's just blue and huge, and it zips up in the front. But it also, like in the back, has a little thing you can unzip in the back. The idea is For the poopy. You don't have to undress ever. When you have this on, yeah. which is why it's forever lazy. I mean, th- there there's a long history of that. Um, I remember watching old timey cartoons with uh, old oh, right. Paul, uh, old uh, Paul, overalls, and uh, the overalls, and they had the little buttons. They unflapped on the back, you'd see their butt. Um, so, uh, but that's what it used to be like. It was always like go out and have this big thing, and now it's more like, eh, let's just come in and play games, but not even the way you're supposed to play them. We're just gonna pass cards around and read them and kind of yeah. kind of enjoy enjoy it and have fun. There's no board game, no. 
you know, figure that. So that was kind of fun. But part of my birthday weekend is always the Orlando Meltdown Tournament, mm. which is a softball, slow pitch, queer softball tournament. Um, mainly like recreational, get out and have a good time kind of a thing. And so my birthday is always interrupted by this. Now back, there was a time where I used to play in this tournament and it would be like on a Saturday and my birthday would be on Saturday and I'd leave the tournament at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night and I'd go to a bar with my friends and we'd hang out till three in the morning and the party would go back to my house until somebody would remind me that the sun was out and I had to go to the tournament and then I would just go to the tournament and that was that was a few years of my life uh but it's not like that anymore so i got i got a little bit of sleep the tournaments start early so yeah. we, i think i i started kicking people out of the house like at a 10 30 or 11 i was like i don't i don't want to be this guy but y'all gotta go <laughs> i gotta get some sleep i got a tournament to play in the morning and so tournaments usually work like you play like three round robin games and that's just to kind of decide who's going to be in what order, right? So you win all three of your games by a large margin. You're the top team. You lose all three of your games, and you don't score many runs. Then you're the last team. There were 18 teams in this tournament, and at the end of the round robins, my team ranked number 18. Oh, my. (laughs) We didn't have – you know what's funny about it? I love this saying. People would ask us, so we have a team chat, and some of our players couldn't make it. And so they were like, hey, how did the round robin tournament go? And somebody replied and said, we left room for improvement. <laughs> like, that's a really great way of saying we didn't win anything. We just couldn't catch a break. We couldn't get hits. We couldn't do anything. Yeah. So so that was the case. And then um, we were going to go to dinner with my parents, uh, with my mom. But I don't think we got done until 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. Because it was rainy Yeah. and some of the fields got shut down. That means the tournament got decided kind of condensed into fields, so it messed up the whole schedule. And let me tell you, play it's cold, right? I mean, it's it was cold. cold. Yeah, it's cold for us. It's yeah. like fifty. So there were some people out in shorts and a t-shirt, and I'm like, oh, "You're staying cool. I'm from up north. Yeah. <laughs> I go swimming in this weather." So we're like, while we're freezing, my laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, you know, it's it, so because it had been rainy and it was cold, like that the outfield was all sludge. Yeah, I, I compared it once because we just kept. I almost lost my cleat in it once uh, running, but I called it the swamp of sadness, and it was just so much, so much crazy sludge. Two of our players uh, during the round robin tournament, or the three games before the actual tournament starts. Two of them got hurt uh, mm. by falling because they they were wearing turf shoes and not cleats, and so they just kind of slid on the mud. And like one twisted his ankle, and one or one twisted his knee, and the other his foot. Uh, so it was kind of bad. But we went back Sunday morning at eight a.m. like the losers bracket does, and plays <laughs> ass early in the morning in fifty degree weather, and we started doing really well. We played three games that day. We won, I think we won two, and then lost the third one. Maybe. Yeah, so we were 2-2 two and two for the whole tournament, which is pretty good. And we finished in, like, the top 10, oh, which is really nice, nice. Um, after having that um, not very great display. But I will say uh, I, did, behind. I did fall victim because people got hurt. And, I mean, we're an older team. I'm one of the younger players on the team, I think. It's an older team. And... Um, uh, so we have people getting hurt, and I had to play in the position that the other two guys were that got hurt because they slipped and fell. And in our last game, I was running for a ball, and of course, like right as I went to go catch it, my feet flipped up, and I fell right on my ass, like in the mud, right? And I'm wearing white pants, and I fell in the mud, and it splashed everywhere. 
thankfully, I positioned myself where the ball was coming. It was going to hit me in the face while I was sitting on the ground if I didn't play glove. So I put it up and caught it. Everybody was like, oh, my God, that's so amazing. I was like, well, it's really self-preservation at that point. Uh, so that was kind of fun. It was a really good time. I hit really well. The team was fun. Life was good. Very nice. Very nice. That sounds like a blast. And I get to do it all again in February in Tampa with the Gasparilla Tournament. I'm way too old for this. I don't know why I keep doing it. Yeah. I'd, I mean, it sounds like you enjoy it. I do. But and my, you should enjoy it as long as you can. My body is in pain today, though. Yeah. I think my I think my um, ribs hurt from breathing so heavy. Like running and breathing. I got to I was rounding second base at one time for any if you know what that is, great. If you don't, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I was rounding second base and my coach just yelled stop and I stopped and I yelled thank you. I was so I'm like, thank you so much for not making me run. I got to second base at one point too, and I looked over and I yelled at the third base coach. I was like, Now listen, I want you to look at this and I start pointing at my stomach and I was like, and see this panting? Like, keep that in mind when I come your way and you think about sending me home. And so somebody, of course, got a nice hit, and he's like, just step right here. And then he gets yelled at for not sending me home. And he was like, look at him. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Oh, look at Brother Relapse together. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I um <laughs> I'm not going to pretend to understand most of what you said um but it made me chuckle to myself uh because it reminded me of a um a video I saw this weekend of Anderson Cooper on his show and he had somebody on and I don't know what the context of the story was cuz he doesn't usually talk about sports stories but they were talking about the playoffs uh the NFL playoffs and um the guy he was talking to was obviously a sports guy and he goes, well, let's put up the teams that are in the playoffs, and you tell me if you, we'll play a little game. You tell me who they are. Anderson Cooper had no idea who any of the teams were, but uh, it came to he knew one Green Bay Packers because he told a story about how he went to an airport and he would, didn't want to get like harassed by people and recognized, so he bought a baseball cap and it was the he said it's the one with the G on it, and somebody told him it's Green Bay Packers, and he put it on and landed in Chicago, and people in Chicago hate the Packers. <laughs> so he says he got recognized more wearing the hat by not than wearing the hat. Um, so the guy said, well, next time you need to buy a ball cap, um, just call me and I'll tell you which one to buy. And Anderson Cooper goes, well, I just, I'll just i just make sure I know all the characters before I buy that team. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's how I feel. <laughs> The uh, characters from the football movie. That's funny because um, in gay softball, you know, we we'll, we come up with terms and things instead of saying like you're on deck, you're like you're in the wings, or um, you know, you're an understudy kind of a thing. But people that is a play term. Also, <laughs> I went to um, uh, I got to the fields, and since I'm new to this team, they, I don't have my own jersey, so I had to get jersey. So I walked up to the coach and I was like, "Is this where we get our costumes?" <laughs> Very nice. Um, Well, that sounds fun. Good times. Good ball hitting. Maybe you should come out to Tampa next time. Uh, Yeah. No. Yeah. I can't even get my husband. My husband drove all the way from St. Pete to Orlando to go to my birthday party. And then the next day was a tournament. And I was like, come to the games. He's like, "Mm, I want to be a supportive husband, but no. Mm. You know, if you told him he could take photos there, he might come and take photos. Be like, hey, we want you to come be uh, the sports photographer. If you paid him, he definitely will go. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, if I paid him. 
Like I have to buy all my friends. Oh no. But I mean, if you want to pay me to come out and cover the game, <laughs> I think you probably well, already is, do pay me to cover like, the game. I was like, hey, well, it is a gay tournament, and we do cover gay things in our area, so yeah. I'll have Ryan come over and cover it. Tell him to cover the Tampa one. I, I'm like, uh, Ryan, there's a gay event going on you need to go to. He'll be he'll say, we don't usually do that. I'm like, oh, really? Just because we didn't last year? Is that how we do things? It's a new year, Ryan. Anyway, speaking of new year. Yes. Nice segue. <laughs> Speaking of New Year, let's go back a year. Yes. Are we going to talk about that first? Here, we'll do the Wayne, Wayne's World. <laughs> it's now 2023 again. Do you know what that is, Caitlin? And that thing? Okay. Just want to make sure. Um, so one of the things we wanted to do to uh, commemorate our first year is you and I went back. Oh, there it is. The, we've reached that point. We recognize that. <laughs> About halfway through, you'll start to you'll start to hear me pause for my acid reflux from the alcohol. I'm sure that someone at home who <laughs> listens to our podcast regularly right now looked at their watch and it said 36 Ugh. minutes and said halfway my ass. <laughs> <laughs> these these uh, queers are going to ramble on for another 45, 50 minutes. It um it well first thing um. At that, at the first episode, it was halfway point because we started out doing uh, limiting ourselves to one hour. Um, but we went back and listened to our first episode, and we're going to critique ourselves. Yeah. What, what did we see? What did we hear? What did we learn? How exciting! Yes. Well, the first thing we learned is that it wasn't online. No, no, we learned that apparently only the last twenty five episodes of our fifty two episode, well, of our fifty one episodes, were online. Um, so we reached out, and they have corrected it or in the process of correcting it. So if you are somebody who's like, one year anniversary, I want to celebrate that by listening to their other episodes. Uh, The rest of the back catalog will be up there shortly. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. So we did. We listened to it. And man... Um, were we not entertaining? No, we were entertaining. I thought it was funny. Wet behind the ears. Well, certainly, we had no clue. We're not the old pros we are now. <laughs> we weren't out there witty bantering. I my first two notes is, I say um a lot. Um, um, um. I also, and I I like to think that I I've cut back on doing this. I interrupt you a lot. But I interrupt you more and more. The more I drink, the more you'll be like, <laughs> so I was walking through a door. And I would be like, I've walked through a door. Let me tell you a story about a door. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is so true. And I'm glad. I am so glad that it was your idea to go back and yeah. critique the first episode <laughs> and not mine. Because you might have been like, he's just trying to tell me. I don't know. What are you trying to tell me? Hey, this is a dialogue here. And, and you know, we give each other space. If you're talking about something and I'm like, ooh, I want to say something about that. You'll stop and let me do it. And then- I did write that I opened with giving you your space. When we're talking about what the show is, I was like, you're like, it's wine. Why not? Jeremy, tell him why we call it that. I was like, because I drink wine. And I'm going to let Rick tell the story of why he doesn't. <laughs> You know what's funny about that is at that moment in the first episode, and you know, I, I, I this isn't. I'm not complaining. I'm not saying anything good or bad about anything. I'm just saying that uh, we, when we were recording these in the studio, um, we just had this impression of how things were going to go, and it's just not the reality of it. it we mm-hmm. we figured like, oh well, we'll record this, and then we'll take out all the ums, and we'll make this sound good, and we'll do this. We were both definitely. 
um, new to the scene. And I think we had this expectation that there would be someone, not you or I, but someone who would go back and listen to these and be like, mm, there's a pause there. Hit on their little keyboard right. and remove that. Uh, that is not the case for us. <laughs> no, for our podcast is it's as if it's live. It's recorded yeah. live and it's unedited. I will say there was one episode that we edited, and, and I'm not going to tell you why, and that's the reason we edited it. <laughs> so, um, but the but now we're in control of that, and we have the opportunity to do that. We just we just don't have the time, um, so we just record this and we ship it off, and and that's what you get. Uh, but we had an expectation that it would be so about uh, about the time that you told me to explain my my story of how I don't drink. The 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 like what the engineer the 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 guy who 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 hosts the studio who runs the show the studio Caitlin there you go the studio <laughs> Caitlin he was he was like gesturing something where like he was making a like a like a fist like this but I think he was going like this yeah. maybe I think and he was telling he was telling me or you was telling, probably me he was telling me to tell you to pull the microphone to closer, get closer to, to the you. mic yeah. but you but you were clear as day you could hear you clear as day so when he said that it looked like he was saying stop mm -hmm. so i stopped talking you counted how long was the pause? 18 seconds there's pause. 18 seconds Think of dead air you know what? we're gonna show you what that's like for 18 se no i'm just kidding we're not gonna do that to you 18 seconds is forever for no sound to come out yeah. whatsoever and then we're like i'm looking and i'm like what huh wait, wait. and he's like Ah? And then I start laughing, and then we're like, okay, we'll say it over again. Jeremy talking to the microphone. Yeah, so then you, the last 30 seconds of that you can hear me crystal clear, I repeat the exact same thing. As if you couldn't hear it the first time, <laughs> but your second delivery was way more apathetic than your first one. You're like, fuck this. I got to do this again. <laughs> um, this is where I wrote in my notes my friend's reference. Um, when uh, Joey is auditioning for... Uh, the play on Broadway with Jeff Goldblum. And uh, I wrote down, this is wine, why not? Long pause. <laughs> you know, didn't say the long pause. Um, so, yeah. Do you know what you said that you ummed a lot? You know yeah. what I said a lot? Right? Right. Right. Constantly. Yeah, right. Oh, I don't know if I still do that. If I do, I apologize. But I'll be like, <laughs> you're like, so this movie has Julia Roberts in it, right? And so it was always right. Yeah. And so this is a good learning experience going back and listening because you're like, oh, I because you don't really pay attention to your what do they call those mannerisms? Um, there's an um, uh, there's an uh, you don't pay attention to your mannerisms until you go back and listen to yourself. Your mannerisms. Speak. Sorry. <laughs> I am more than halfway through my bottle of champagne. It's when the bubble, the bubbly gets the to bubbly your is the champagne. Um, I also wrote down here in the description of the show. Rick said Jeremy will enjoy a couple of glasses of wine. <laughs> done a little more than that. Yeah, I've a bottle. I've gone above and beyond. <laughs> yeah, it, a bottle, and then and then it'll turn to a couple of bottles, and then there'll be like a spell where we change the name of it. Why to, not? Why not? To not why not wine. <laughs> why not wine? <laughs> so the first episode we wanted to kind of introduce our audience to us and how we oh, how we I, came to be the I, gays that we are. Can I before we get into that, sure. can I just tell people that we lied to them right off the bat and we oh, didn't yes. really correct it. We told you that we were going to talk about our favorite forms of, of media, which was movies and television, and that we were going to talk about our passion, which is our work, which is headlines and regional LGBTQ headlines around the country. 
And we lied. We yes. do not talk about that the at all. The initial... We did um, like one or two. Yeah, the initial thought of this podcast we were put together was, and I don't know why we were, we thought we weren't going to be as long-winded as we are, and we're like, oh, we'll talk about two pieces of media, a movie and a TV show, or a movie and a special, and a news story, and we'll do that all in one hour. And that never happens. In the first... When we're in the studio and we're limited to one hour, I don't think... Maybe once, and that might be because we started with the news story. I think that is the only time we ever talked about the news story. I think it happened a couple of times, but it would be like, we have two minutes left. Let's read the headline, and we'd say one thing about it. And so we never really could dig into it enough, so we just stopped doing it. I don't know that we we consciously said we're not covering news anymore. I think it just slowly went away, and nobody mentioned it. We even had like time frames, like 10 minutes about your week, then 20 minutes of this, 20 minutes of this, and 10 minutes of this, and that was going to make the whole 60 minutes show and we were like no we talked too much yes <laughs> well we have to 30 percent of our show is pausing for jeremy to burp <laughs> so then um we were talking about you know what made us what what did we watch when we were children that either made us like feel like maybe we were gay or what kind of representation there was out there and i do have to apologize um to the character that Billy Crystal plays on Soap, where I said, I think I said that it was it, it was kind of a degrading role that it was just like, when I saw it, it was like, oh, you gay people are to be laughed at. You know, that was a kid version of me watching this and like seeing like there were all these like innuendos and jokes made. As an adult, I think, and I actually ended up watching um, uh, the history of television uh, through some show, I don't think it was CNN, but it was some other show, and they talked a lot about that, and that they specifically fought in that role to not make it some sort of yeah. stereotypical joke. And and I thought, oh, well, I was looking at that at a different lens as a kid. So I just want to throw out there that, you know, I might have been wrong about that. Yeah. I knew of Billy Crystal's character in Soap, but I had actually never seen an episode of Soap. And over the course of this past year, um, I have located that... Many of the episodes of Soap are available on YouTube. So I watched maybe the first season. I don't know if I got through the whole first season yet. But I watched a bunch of it. And for the 70s, it amazed me how progressive it is and how hilarious it is. This show, I don't, you, You've watched Soap, right? You used to watch it? I don't really have a recollection of it, except that Billy Crystal it played a It is so guy. screwed up. I mean, there's, like, affairs, and somebody's trying to murder someone. Well, isn't it about a soap opera? Yeah, well, it's um, it's very soap opera-y, like, but they're just, like, it's two families, and it's um, two sisters. They're the sisters, I believe, yeah. And one is, like, a part of this really rich family, and one is part of this more middle-class family, and one's got um, the gay son and another son who's a screw up. And this she's the one of the wives are having an affair. And it's just it's so dramatic. It's I, I now know why they call it soap. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I thought it was uh, I thought it was about a soap opera. Oh, no, no, no. no. Uh, it's just very soapy. But it's like a, a sitcom soap opera. And it is so good. I'll have to go back and watch it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's very good. Um, well, oh, we talked about. Johnny Depp's Midriff in Nightmare on Elm Street. Johnny Depp, yes. yes. That's all I have written on um, Forever and always. It came up in conversation I had over the weekend. Some Somewhere we were talking about something, and Johnny Depp came up, and everybody's like, anything Johnny Depp was in when in, in the 80s and 90s, 
I think uh, somehow Crybaby came up, and I was just like, he's Cry just Baby. so beautiful in Crybaby. But Twenty One Jump Street and mm. and and Nightmare on Elm Street, any street Johnny yep. Depp is on. Life comes at you fast, though, doesn't it? You could do a Life Comes at You Fast commercial with him. He has, he, yeah. <laughs> but I will forever and always love. You know that commercial I'm talking about, where like this yes. hot guy jumps into a pool. And by the time he gets to the other end, it's this old guy that gets out. And it's like Life comes at you fast. That it does. That it does. Sorry. No more Prosecco for you. Yeah, this is... <laughs> oh, my God. We want to do one episode. Um, you know, if, if anybody ever makes us angry, we'll do an episode where we do nothing but drink Prosecco and eat candy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I am not a big bubbly drinker of any... I don't drink... I'm not a huge soda drinker or seltzer water. So the bubbles are definitely beating my ass right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a glass of water? No. <laughs> I'm going to fight through this. Um, oh, my notes went away. So uh, what else did we talk about? What else? Um, oh, we, my love of Ted on Hey Dude, which outside, you think that if he was one of my, my gay awakenings, I'd have followed up on his career. No. Once Hey Dude left, I left him. Um, but you pulled up his uh, yeah, he, his life after Hey Dude. He's done some good. He was on Sabrina the Teenage he Witch. He was on Blossom. Full House, I think, too. Sure. Yeah, he was there. Um, he was in a movie um, called White Squall. <gasps> White Squall. I have not seen it, I but know. from the photo you pulled up, I'm going to see it. <laughs> yeah, we probably need to watch that one. It it may not be gay, but it gay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, we talked about uh, what was your gay awakenings? I feel like it was. Was it oh, Kirk Cameron? Harry Hamlin and uh, making love? No, 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 no. I just no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No offense, Mr. Hamlin, but you were not my gay awakening. Uh, I I remember him being in a movie, um, but no, I think yeah. it was like I think I did. I talk about like Kirk Cameron and you did Leonardo talk about DiCaprio Kirk Cameron because from... we talked about Kirk Cameron how he was the gay awakening to so many gays in the '80s, and then he turned around and tried to put us all in conversion camps. Yes. Uh, Allegedly, but Leonardo DiCaprio was in a, was in an episode of Growing Pains. He was he was towards uh, one of the seasons. He was in quite a few episodes. Yeah. He was a homeless kid they took in or something. Yeah, he lived in yeah. a dumpster. Oh, dumpster Leo. DL. <laughs> oh, that's, that's where, where that, the term comes that where from. It comes from. We thought it meant download. It means dumpster oh Leo. If I had thought about that when I was a kid, I could tell. I would tell my mom, <laughs> I want to be on the DL so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, what else? What else? Oh, Rob Lowe and the Outsiders. We pulled up the photos there. There's a scene where he plays soda pop and he's coming out of the shower and his towel. I don't know if he's supposed to drop the towel, but he loses the towel in one of the hands. And you see um, the side ass, which is uh, the gay, gay version or gay version of the side boob. Um, and you just see the side. And then as he's pulling up, you see you see a little bit of the, the action down there. And I remember watching that and. Um, all the right moves was another one that we talked oh, about. Oh yes, because yes. the same thing with um, with Tom Cruise coming out of the shower. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think it was. I think like then it was. It was a lot like um, I don't know, like how your <laughs> how your parents would say, "Go outside and play, and don't come back until the streetlights come on." But make sure you do when they do. You know, it's like you know, it's that sort of like just go off into your thing. Things like that didn't matter. Like guys coming out of the shower with a towel was normal. Yeah, like you know, people. I think that, and nothing against, I'm not like ganging up on Hollywood that they're all a bunch of sex perverts, but I feel like Hollywood, because they're more progressive, they realize we didn't have the internet then. 
And that poor little closeted gay boys just needed a little bit not to get caught. So it's like, I can't watch a gay male porn, but you can have Rob Lowe and Tom Cruise coming out of showers and just drop the towel a little bit and uh, give us a little something, a little hope for the future. So you're saying the reason when Chris Evans came out of the shower in Fantastic Four was in a towel mm-hmm. and you couldn't see anything because the towel was wrapped all the way around him, that that is the fault of Pornhub? Yeah, that's because of the internet. If the internet did not exist, the towel would not have been wrapped around him. He would have just been holding it right in front of him, and a little bit of it would have slipped. <laughs> and when you watching you do that makes me think of when that lady dropped the the dropped the necklace in Titanic. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, they just dropped the towel a little in. But if you do want to see Chris Evans like that, he was in an, an Anna Ferris movie called What's My Number or What's Your Number. And he's her neighbor across the hall, and he comes out, and he has no clean towels. All he has is a washcloth, and he's holding nothing but a washcloth over it. I watched a Chris Evans movie last night. Ooh, which one? Um, Was it the one of his junk accidentally getting released on his phone? uh, Ghosted. I don't think I've seen that one. What is it about? It's like one of the worst. It's like, I guess it's panned, and people hated it. It's the one where he's, um, like, he starts dating this girl, and then... She ghosts him, and he's like, he tracks her down to find out why, and finds out she's a CIA spy. Is it a comedy or a? Yeah, it's kind of a comedy because it sounds like a horror film. It's no, it's, it's well, that's what she calls him all the time because he like he puts tags on everything because he loses stuff all the time, and he has like asthma medication, and he put a tag on it, and I guess he left it at her house, and she just threw a bunch of stuff in a bag and had to go off an assignment, mm. accidentally took it, so he went to London because it said she was in Tracking London, her. and she's like stuck her. Uh, but then they think he's the CIA agent, and then they try to kill him the whole time. It was adorable. But what's it on? Uh, Tubi? No. Oh, it, Apple TV. I, yeah, you said Tubi. I think it is Apple TV. Maybe I'll give it a. It's watch. like in the top five most watched shows right also, now. Also, one other thing I watched this weekend was um, Pete Davison's got his new comedy special on Netflix, and he talks about he had a stalker. And by you saying Chris Evans stalker, we were talking about that. Um, Chris Evans cannot be a stalker because because based on Pete Davidson's definition, um, hot people can't be stalkers. <laughs> oh, so was his stalker hot? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he said she was not hot. If she was a hot stalker, she wouldn't be a stalker. She'd be my girlfriend. <laughs> so that's that's uh, that's that's what. Do you know what I watched is. this last week? I didn't talk about this and what mm-hmm. I did for the week, but I watched Morning Show the whole mm. thing. It is, you know, it's like Ted Lasso to me in the show, in the show, in the sense that I know it's a good show, but for some reason I just don't start watching it right away. And then yeah. when I finally sit down, I cannot stop, and I don't know why it took me so long to watch it. I think, and this is a lot of my part, I'm conditioned to not want to watch things week to week. Um, Netflix has ruined that of where, unless it's a show that I'm obsessed with, um, or I'm willing to pay for that that service. I don't pay for Apple every month because I just I cancel it and then I wait a few months till things build up I want to see, and then I can buy it for a month and and binge watch. But we've just been conditioned now to want to see be able to binge watch everything. And when like things with Apple or Disney Plus where they release things week to week, you don't want to wait week to week. You want it all now. It's my entertainment and I want it now. <laughs> Yeah, I do appreciate that. I, I don't mind so much too when they drop like maybe six episodes and then you watch and then and then like a month yeah, later they, they can drop do half one. I'm, I'm good I'm, with that. I'm fine with that. You know what I hate though? 
is when they take like a book and they turn it into like eight seasons and they come out every two or three years. Mm-hmm. And completely mess up the last one because there was no book for you to follow. I can't say that that was true in that case, but it does remind me of something. What is that show that we watched? Oh, it reminds me of that show we watched, that movie, Good Grief. Oh, yeah. Where, like, the guy dies and the actress is crying because nobody knows how it's going to end. <laughs> and she wants to do more movies so she gets paid in billions of dollars. You know, one thing that happened in our original podcast, we said this so much in that first episode. We kept saying, um, and we're going to talk about this in a minute. Oh, and then we go on to some other subject and we're like, okay, well, we're going to talk more about this in a second. But right now, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why? Just just talk more about it in a yeah. second. Don't tell everybody. Did we gonna... ever go back to it? I think that we did. But we just kept talking about what we're going to talk about. Oh. Just think how short that first po- podcast would have been if we took out all the ums and we stopped telling people what we were about to talk about. And just talked about it. Yeah. But, and we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we traded that in, though. Do you know what we say now? Hmm. Um, we talked about this earlier. Oh. Like we talk because you and I will come into the office and we'll say, Hey, did oh you, my God, did you we watch do. The, like did you watch that show? And then and we're like, Yeah, and then like, well and then but what's funny about it is because when we talk about it in the morning, we say both of us say this all the time, you're gonna hear this later on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we'll talk about it and then um and then we get on the podcast and we're like, We talked about this yeah. earlier. They don't care. They they, they know. I feel like when we first started this, we actually consciously stopped having conversations in the office about things that we knew we were going to want to talk about on the podcast. And now it's like you come in, you're like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, oh, yeah, I did. And then we come in here and it's like, oh, remember <laughs> earlier in the day when it was just you and me in our office? You know, like if we don't have to say that to people. Yeah, because they don't know. They don't know. And they could think. And if I say something that I said to you earlier, you say something to me that you said earlier, we're not going to be like, yeah, Rick, you told me that earlier I when know. no one else was listening. <laughs> what if we did the opposite, too, where it's like, I didn't tell you this earlier. Uh, <laughs> like, How annoying would that be? Just say it. I know, right? We'll work on that. We got one year to fix that. Yes. Year one was the building year. Year two is the fixing year. <laughs> you know, I didn't. We didn't notice this, too, because you got in trouble one episode um, for dropping the f-bomb too much yes and, and by trouble i got a lecture from my mom yes <laughs> oh yeah it's not like the fcc called but us. it was nice to know that she was listening <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we but we found out that i i dropped the first f-bomb you did uh, but, but it was pretty deep into the episode yeah it was and which is why it stood out to me i was like oh oh crap i did that um but i was talking about the movie everything every everything everywhere all at once and what i said was this movie is fucking weird yeah and i stand by it it is a weird movie. I forget how weird it was until I listened to the episode, and I was like, damn. It is a weird movie. I forgot about the butt plug guy. Yeah. There's a few corrections I do want to make from, uh, because we talked about, when we recorded our first episode, it was Monday night. Tuesday morning was the Oscar nominations um, for 2023. So um, a couple of predictions I got right. I said uh, everything, everywhere, at all once would get four acting nominations. It got all four. Um, I also said it would obviously get best pick. Oh, I drilled. Sorry, <laughs> I would get best picture. Brendan Fraser would get nominated. I also said I believe Hung Chow will get nominated for best supporting actress for the whale, which she did. But I said it would be her second nomination because she was nominated for downsizing, and it turns out I was lying. She did not get the Oscar nomination. She did get the Golden Globe nomination. The BAFTA nomination. I believe she also got the SAG nomination, but the Oscars passed her over. 
proving that, once again, downsizing had nothing redeemable about it. It was a terrible movie. It was. She was the best thing in the movie. Uh, but it was the way they advertised the movie was nothing what the movie turned out to be. And I hate when they do that. Just advertise what the movie is. It was it was one movie until a certain point, And then it was a completely different movie. Yeah. And you know what else did that? Um, is, is it John Carpenter or something where he time travels and then he gets or is it the time machine? John Carpenter's the Mars one. Okay. Where he goes to John Mars or um, goes to John Mars. <laughs> goes to Mars. <laughs> um, it must be the other one where he has a time machine mm-hmm. and you think like he's trying to, to go back and save his wife. And then he learns that you can't save your wife. Um, I think I had that guy that was in um, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Guy Pierce. Yes. <gasps> Memento. No. 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 I Memento's think it's, it's called movie. The Time Machine. Um, oh, The Time Machine. H.G. Wells, The Time Machine. Yes, Guy Pierce is in it. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. What I, just happened? I feel like I was having a conversation in my head, and part of my brain was like, that's not the right movie. And I was like, yes, it's that's- called The Time Machine. <laughs> I'm like, I said The Time Machine like eight times, and then you went, The Time Machine. Yes. I was like, you know, have you ever seen Kids in the Hall? When um, when there's this there's a skit where they're in a bar and somebody's like, oh, I just watched this this movie and it, or it was really great and I can't think of the name of it. Um, and like, oh, well, what what happened in it? And it's like, oh, it, it, you know, it's about this like this kid that had like a sled and it had like this name and they're like, oh, Citizen Kane. No, 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 it wasn't Citizen Kane, but it was like. Something and they're like Citizen Kane. No, no, and then they kept going and they kept describing. It, and finally, the person they were talking to just was beating their hands on the table. It was Citizen Kane. It's Citizen Kane. It's Citizen. And it was hilarious. That's what just happened. Have you ever seen Citizen Kane? No. Uh, it's on HBO Max. I want to watch it. I never. I don't think I. Will. But it's um, it's like considered one of the greatest movies ever made. And I have, as a film fan, I've never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> so time machine yes uh he, he they're like you're never gonna save your wife and then all of a sudden, so he goes like way into the future and 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 like people live on the sides of mountains not like in houses in like little hammocks and some weird kind of thing and like it's then it, he just that's it it's about him living there for the rest of the time mm. it's very weird so like downsizing right there's like a thing that happens like they go they go through some kind of tunnel i don't know what Downsizing it starts with you can ha- go through this procedure to make you a, a like three inches tall, right? And live and in this community. live in this community, which saves the environment and helps you say because it costs less money because you you know everything's made tiny. But about halfway through that, it turns into this expedition to the North Pole, and right. it makes no sense because they're on a boat built for the little people, and they're all little people, so essentially. It, it's not about them being little because everything is sized for them at that point. And they're going down the river, which looks like a normal river. And they're in a boat that's a normal sized boat for them. It's no longer downsizing. It's normal people going to North Pole. But I feel like there was something that they had. I don't know. There was some life changing thing that was it was. Uh, but it was a whole different movie. From yeah, they're going to like bunkers or something because the world was ending. Right. Something. I don't and know. even though they downsized, the world was ending. And Ridiculous they were going to I don't know. Um, See, we don't even know what it was about. And don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure Alexander Payne directed that, and he's the one who did um, the holdovers that just came out. And I'm like, stick to your little artsy films. Don't try this bullshit, big budget uh, films. Now I kind of want to go back and look at it and watch it again. Downsizing, yeah, and see if I if it's a, has a different feel for me now. 
Because right. that happens. Like 10, 15, 20 years later, I'll, I'll have a totally different opinion about it. That's a movie. true. That's what movie. Recently, I watched a movie. I think we talked about it that I had seen like before in the before time. <laughs> and I hated it. And then I watched it. I was like, how did I hate that? That was you mean, fantastic. You mean pre Trump? Yes. <laughs> that was the before time. <laughs> pre Trump. Listen, I listening to us talk about the whale brought back all the feels again. So, oh yeah, because we talked about that was the a whale. great. I, that was a great movie. I really enjoyed that. One thing that in that conversation I noticed, I had I said that I was twenty pounds overweight. Yeah, I am now thirty five pounds overweight. So, I'm kind of working in the wrong direction there. If it makes you feel better, I'm definitely more weight than when I started this podcast. Um, and I enjoyed all of the fat jokes we made. We, as in me. All the fat jokes I made about the whale. Um, I told the little story that I had not thought about since we recorded that podcast of how um, my fat ass in my robe ordered DoorDash and went to get my food from the, the, the front step. And my DoorDash was at the top of my uh, apartment complex steps and looked at me and gave me the look that the delivery guy gave Brendan Fraser in that movie. Like, good Lord, you fat ass. Get out and get your food. Get some steps in. Anyway, choking on a meatball sub, that cracked me up. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did we talked to? Oh, Oprah dated Roger Ebert. If you didn't hear that story, Google that. Oprah went on two dates with Roger Ebert. He's the reason she got a the she got a, a, a talk show. Sponge on a stick, that cracked me up. Me and the whale have the same sponge on a stick. <laughs> Um, what He's, else do we do? You're at you're at the point of drinking where you keep your hand in your glass now. Uh, and you're like, oh, that's the hair people. <laughs> I wrote this down. We said uh, when we didn't get to the news headline, we promised that we will cover headlines in future episodes. Spoiler alert: we won't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one or two. Maybe one or two. So let's say, like, and, and wait, I don't think we prepared for this, but if there was sure. like. What what is what's one thing that you can say that you that you really love about this podcast? One thing that I love about or this your favorite pod- thing about the podcast. My favorite thing about the podcast is being able to talk about something that I actually enjoy doing. Not that I do things in my life that I don't actually enjoy, but I have a passion for movies, and I like that I get to be able to talk about it. Um, it's the equivalent of me being able to sit on a podcast and talk about Lego for for an hour. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. Not that, you know, we don't love what everyone in our community does and everything that we write about, but this yeah. is something that... I love it. I love it so much. I don't know why Caitlin's <laughs> laughing at me so hard. Uh, but this is this is just something, an opportunity. That we really like TV and movies. Yeah. Like, you like the movies a lot. I like going to the movies a lot, too. Uh, I just don't find that I'm a very good critique of movie. Critic and critique. <laughs> Uh, I'm not a very good critic uh, because I like most everything. Yeah. You know, um, when it comes to movies, I just like being in a movie theater and eating popcorn, oh, which made me laugh about going to see whale, the whale when I oh. ate that whole large buttery popcorn. The whale alone. definitely is one of those movies where when you walk in with a shit ton of snacks, they make you feel bad about it. <laughs> what if you, what if it be funny if we ordered all that food, like just for me, and the guy behind the counter is like, going to see the whale. The whale. Yeah. 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 Pay attention. <laughs> Enjoy the milk duds now. I hope your tomorrow you nurse. start your diet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should watch it every day. I'm going to put a picture of Brendan Fraser from The Whale on my refrigerator. 
You know, I would say the same thing that, that you said, really. It's just not just talking about something that I really enjoy, um, but t- talking is something I really enjoy. Now, um, it's just great to, to just it, – it's so it, – it just doesn't seem like work. Yeah. It just is something fun that we get to do, and I really enjoy it. Anything you're looking forward to? Um, not not specific-wise, because we're going to talk about the shows that we yeah. are looking forward to uh, talking about, but are you? is there anything new or exciting or different about 2024 that you're looking forward to? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there he oh, is. Howard Dean just arrived. I told you we had celebrities. <laughs> we're going to talk about TV and movies. And yeah. Uh, I am looking forward to the fall <laughs> the fall of democracy as we move forward with the presidential election. This will be our second year and maybe our finale year of a queer podcast because if the wrong person gets elected, um, Rick, I, and Caitlin will be bringing you Wine, Why Not from a camp somewhere in Idaho. <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting. I had this conversation with somebody recently um, where... Can we? Do you think we'll be able to, like, recommend being put in the same camps? Be like, listen, we do a podcast. Can we get in the same camp together? Yeah, I think you're. I think that the, that those camps are just like White Lotus. You know, you get to pick people. There's spas. It's great. Um, you know, where I was saying about Watermark and and where what we were doing in this next year and how exciting that was. And I honestly said, I just it depends on who the president is as to whether or yeah. not there's a 2025, especially for niche market LGBTQ plus newspapers around this country. I think that if any if any if media is going to get attacked and shut down, I mean, certainly we're not putting Trump on the cover and praising him. So, I mean, we might put him on the cover, but it certainly won't be. It won't praise be praising. The last one we he put him on the cover, on the cover, it was an animation with tiny little hands. Yeah, so I can't imagine that that he would like that. Yeah. And I'm sure that there are some people in this community that would just couldn't wait to sell. Stuff. Not in our own community, but well, maybe one. There's the oh. one guy. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> there's always one. Who? Tune in next time. Yeah. <laughs> we should bring him on. I bet he'd love it. He's got to be running for some kind of an office every now and then. Um, so anyway, you don't know what's going to happen. So you don't know what's going to happen with this podcast. I would imagine the podcast would be fine. Yeah. We are... I mean, I think they'll let you talk about queer entertainment. They just won't let you, you know, write about politics. Yeah. Just we'll just stay in our lane. What a happy thought. This could be our last year, everybody. Um, yeah. Yeah, good times. But we did decide to look ahead. Yes. A good things coming this year. Right. So you you put a you pot, compiled a list. Now I threw a few in there that weren't on the list that I'll bring up at the end just to see what your thoughts are sure. on those. Because uh, one of the things I thought was particularly interesting, but you, the, in the list that you gave, um, let's talk about what those shows are and whether we're excited about it. And yeah, um, so the first one on the list, it's called Mary and George. Um, it is a, uh, it's based on a book, which I wrote down or m- took a message here. It's based on a true story book called The King's Assassin, The Secret Plot to Murder King James the First. And apparently, this is a story I did not know, um, but the Duke of Buckingham, his mother, um, and him conspired to make him the king, uh, the the lover of King James. This was Mary, who was Mary, the Countess of Buckingham. But yes, um, and her son is the Duke. Um, and uh, they conspired to make him his 
King James' secret gay lover um, to kill him and take the throne. Um, so it is going to be a sex sexually charged, lusty miniseries, uh, and it stars Julianne Moore as Mary and um, Nicholas Geltzin? Gatzin? Galitzine, the hot guy who was Prince Henry in uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue. Um, he plays the seducing Duke. For a not out um, <laughs> actor, he certainly plays a lot of gay sex, a gay sex royalty. He has not officially identified in any oh, he um, hasn't? sexual orientation, no. Um, but based on his character choices, gay. Well, he was in Bottoms. He played a straight guy in Bottoms. Yeah. Which is a great movie. One of the movie. gayest bo- straights yeah. I have ever seen. That is one of my favorite movies. I loved Bottoms, and I loved him in I've Bottoms. Seen, I saw it twice. I loved it. Loved it. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see this. Yeah. It looks, there's a trailer out. It's it's on stars. It looks, it's so, which means it, you can get all the nudity and the cursing and the blood and gore. It looks like what we wanted Game of Thrones to be. Yes. It's like Game of Thrones for, with gay sex. Hot gay sex. Well, I wrote this down, right? I said, it looks like it's got some steamy hot gay sex. And then yes. I said, well, hot like fuzzy and lots of men. Yes, there is one thing because it's a very quick trailer. It's just the teaser trailer. But there is a trailer of Prince Henry in the nude. And he's got, I don't know if it's King James, but he's got a gentleman bent over in front of him. And... You He's showing him. him his Duke of Buckingham, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. No. No? No. No. <laughs> so we can't you can't use as, the word Duke. As I tell, talk about what's happening like that. It's not you don't that is not a situation where you want the Duke to show up. I wouldn't mind his Duke showing up. <laughs> anyway. Um, so it's, it's, uh, I believe it starts yeah, the in things we learn about each other in March. <laughs> I believe it starts in March or April on Stra- Straz on stars. Um, so we will definitely Do you think be- that it does. Is it March or April? Did you read I'm- that? I read something that said no, no release date, but mm, maybe it's wishful thinking. Let's see what it says here. Production. Cause it'll be seven episodes. Um, Oh, here we go. Release. The series is presented. Uh, oh, it just says official trailer release November 23rd. Or November 2023 will be released in 2024. Okay. So I feel like out. I read somewhere that it was coming out in the spring. It looks really good. It looks so good. What does uh, Julianne Moore say at the end of the trailer? To like, she's so she's Mary, the Duchess, yes. the Duchess, and she oh, says she to said, George, if I was to, to if, if Prince I, Henry, if I was young and if I was male, hot, and young like you, I'd rule the fucking world." Yeah. <laughs> um, she looks. I I will predict now. Emmy's out the ass. <laughs> Emmy's out the dupe for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's gonna kill it in this. She looks amazing. He looks amazing. Um, this is going to be an amazing show. Yeah, it will be. Um, so, the next one on the list is uh, it's the second season of the anthology series from Ryan Murphy Feud. Um, this one is Capote versus the Swans, which um, I did not know anything about, and I kind of still don't. Yeah, I here's what I took, and so like 
up until this morning, uh, whenever you handed me this list at ten thirty, yes, in my brain, this was a, this is a feud about Truman Capote and the two people that played the Swans in the Swan. <laughs> Wait, what is what is that? The the black the black Swan. swan? Yeah. It was between him and them. It was Mila Kunis and and, uh, Natalie Portman taking on Capote. And I had no interest in that movie, and I had no interest in in this show. Also, like nothing I saw about Truman Capote made me at all interested in watching anything about his story or, or this Black Swan story. So that was my thought process. And when I saw it on the list, I looked at it. I watched the preview, and holy shit, this is going to be insane. crazy. Yeah. This is going to be great. It is, I don't know what they're they you know I I don't know if if I hung around you during the Christmas time driving around Orlando I don't know if you noticed this but they had so many snowflakes everywhere and all I could think and I even said it to people when I was in the car I was because I'd be in a different part of town altogether like that I thought wasn't even part of Orlando these huge snowflakes on the light poles oh. I was like Jesus what is this city's like um, snowflake budget it's outrageous so when I saw this preview I thought. What is their casting budget? Oh my God, such a stacked cast. It is so stacked. It's almost yeah. like it's so stacked that you just have to believe that people were like, I love this script. I have to be part of this mm-hmm. because there's not one role that's yeah. not it's an like A-lister. Oppenheimer. Somebody, I was watching, oh, John Mulaney was talking about Oppenheimer being a stock, stacked cast. And he goes, it's so stacked that Rami Malik has one, one line in it, like in the first three hours of the movie. <laughs> And he says, I remember he came out, he said one line, he left, and he goes, I said to my friend, that was Rami Malek. Did he show up for just one line? (laughs) Um, But I have the cast list here. It's Naomi Watts, Diane Lane, Chloe Savani, Callista Flockhart, Demi Moore, Molly Ringwald, Tom Hollander, and Treat Williams are the leads. Look, and any show that's going to bring Demi Moore and Molly Ringwald back Mm -hmm. is is A-OK with me. Harrison Ford let Callista Flockhart come out. Um, I mean, it's just, I love Diane Lane and Naomi Watts. Those are the two I'm excited excited to see. And I'm just going to say it. I don't know if he listens to this, but this, this, in this role, the guy, um, Tom Hollander Hollander? as Capote, looks like Carrie. Carrie, the guy that runs Tampa Pride. Yeah. Looks just like him. I'll be honest, when I first heard that they were announcing, because they announced the show, obviously they announced the show before, um, before they released a trailer and everything, and they were talking about the cast, I thought that Capote was being played by Tom Holland, and I <laughs> was super excited. But I'm sure Tom Hollander's going to do a fantastic job. I couldn't Do you think Tom Holland is a good of an actor? Listen, I think he might be. There's roles where, like, you, like Charlize Theron is a perfect example. Up until she did Monster, I thought she was a fine actress, but she always played like the hot girlfriend. And when they announced that she was cast to play the serial killer in Monster, I was like, no way. And then I saw how transformative she was. I was like, there are so many actors and actresses who we put in this box who just need a chance. And I thought maybe that's what I was like. Tom Holland just needs a chance. I think he to is, play Capote to show his acting range. I, gotta say, I think Tom Holland is actually. Um, and an achieved actor mm-hmm. um, that he then outside of that played Spider-Man. Like he was in the movie, the impossible. Have you seen this movie? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But I, he was absolutely unknown before right. Spider-Man. So I, I feel like now he's seen as just Spider-Man. So I feel like there's going to be a role where he's got, he's wants to prove himself as Maybe something other than like Spider-Man. 60 and then he'll get an Oscar for it. 
Maybe. See, that's a he's Iron got a, Man. He's joke. got a stretch for because that happened for Iron Man. But yeah, but he had two Oscar nominations before then. Hmm. So Tom Holland's running on no Oscar nominations. So boy needs to step up. Yeah, he will. He's I too hope. busy running around with Zendaya. Maybe. Speaking of, no, she. We'll get to her later. Maybe. So anyway, yeah. Um, feud starts January thirty first. Yes, got a couple of weeks and before that's it starts on. What's the, what does that FX. come on? FX. Everything Ryan Murphy is either on Netflix or FX. That casting, I you know, I wasn't interested in the first few. Did you watch the first one? I did. Um, it was Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. Loved it. Was it good? So good. Um, but I am also I have a little obsession with old school Hollywood. Um, one of my favorite TikTok channels are people who take outtakes from movies from like the 30s and 40s, little black and white films. They get a hold of outtakes, and they just have them all streamed together. And it is hilarious to see old black and white movies with. Um, Betty White and uh, Judy Garland and Humphrey Bogart and they stumble over their lines and they're like damn it I can't believe I fucked that line up and then everybody laughs in the background like you don't do that back then what's going on (laughs) well that I would enjoy watching so next on the list is a show called Lost Boys and Fairies yes and this is I think I got this from IMDB. I'm just going to give them credit. I didn't make this up because I haven't seen it. But it's about Gabriel and his partner, Andy. They adopt a child. But Gabriel has a history. And when he needs to embark upon a journey of self-discovery and and attempt to repair his relationship with his dad before he can truly become the parent of seven-year-old Jake. Yes. It is a... um, Now, I... Because the the Brits have different words for things. So they're calling it a um, a mini-series. But I feel like they don't call... They're season seasons. They call their season series. So it's they call things miniseries, but a miniseries might just be like the the first season of a, a many seasons or series that are going to happen. Um, but yes, it is. Uh, it's a BBC series um, about these two guys who are a couple looking to have a kid or adopt a kid, uh, but one of them's messed up in the head and needs to fix himself before he can be a father. Uh, and I'm assuming it's a drama. It's a dramedy, just like everything else coming out of England. It's a drama, so it'll win uh, some. It'll win best comedy. I mean, look at Fleabag, which is a British show that was run on Amazon, has comical moments, but it's. I mean, if you watch it, it's essentially a drama about how this this British woman um, is kind of fucked, has a fucked up life, and is just trying to fix herself. It has comical moments in it, but when I watch Fleabag, I don't think this is a hilarious comedy. I hope it wins best comedy at the Emmys. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a comedy feel, but this this has the kind of the same feel in reading about it. It's going to so be kind of that dramedy thing. There's no tr- trailer or anything out about it. No, it has finished recording. They've they've wrapped filming, but they have not put out a release date that I can find yet, other than saying it is coming in 2024. All right. So we'll keep an eye out on that one. So the next um, one, I haven't, well, I didn't watch season one of this, but you did, and you were a fan. So you can tell us oh about anticipating God. what's to come with House of Dragons. Okay, House of Dragons. Now, House of Dragons has um, that, I believe, they haven't set a, a, a specific date yet, but I believe it's in June is when it's expected to start running the second season. Um, there are some gay characters in the show. Um, but, um, the main, um, uh, actor who is Emmy, Emma Darby, I think is their name, uh, is non-binary and, um, uh, the show is just amazing. If you liked the first 
six, seven seasons of Game of Thrones. And I know a lot of people aren't a big fan of how it ended, the eighth season. But if you're a fan of, like, the good seasons of Game of Thrones, um, you really need to watch House of Dragons. Uh, it is so good. It's it's that kind of um, political um, maneuvering to, to, to put yourself in the throne and if, um, with dragons everywhere. If this is any indication, I had to watch Game of Thrones episode one five times before I could mm. move on because it wasn't interesting to now, me. The first there, now there are some seasons just like with Game of Thrones that are kind of you know building the story episodes, so they're not as action packed. The first season that or the first episode though, because it starts off with time jumps just to kind of catch you up. So the first couple episodes are. Uh, the two main characters, young, and it's building up to um, the the war between uh, the two dragon houses, the blacks and the greens, and um, so that it's it's very fast in the action building up to that, uh, and then by the end of the first season, I can see why people lost their shit that you had to wait two years for every new season of Game of Thrones because it's been. It's been killing me having to wait for new episodes. Well, I have watched season uh, season one, episode one of House of Dragons twice, and I have not been compelled to move on. Mm. So that's a good sign that I'm going to like it. So I'll give it a shot. Maybe before June, I'll watch the first season. You should. Absolutely, you should. Um, if you were in any any way kind of a fan of Game of Thrones, you'll absolutely love this. So other than the non-binary lead, um, is there is there... She's married to uh, a closeted gay character um, who has a um, a partner. Um, and do they have fuzzy hot sex? They do, I think. I can't. I believe that there is some gay sex in it. Yes. All right. Um, but I mean, it's 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 such a good show. So we're so hoping good. for that by June. Yes. And then next on our list is a Ooh. show. Again, I haven't watched season one of this. Have you? Yes. Interview with a Vampire? Yes. Can't wait for the second season of that. That is coming to AMC. Um, everything we know about that show so far. And I'm not saying that like, here's everything we know. I, that's the headline of the article I have pulled up here. Um, let's see. It just says spring of 2024, but I know that they've assigned a date for it. So I will find that date, but it is coming this spring um, and it picks up. I'm just like, yeah, my, my, my microphone was like flatline forever. I was like, uh, I should talk more. Um, but it is, uh, it picks up if you've watched the movie, you remember the Anne Rice movie and interview with the vampire yes. with Brad Pitt. The second season picks up from when, um, uh, not Lestat. What is Brad Pitt's character's name? It's escaping me right now. Lestat is the Tom Cruise character. Louis. When Louis and the girl leave St. Louis or from uh, New Orleans. So that for the start of the movie to that scene is the first season. Um, so good. They lean the, something that's really great about this that they didn't do. Excuse me. <laughs> that they didn't do in the movie is they lean into the sexual relationship between Lestat and Louis. Oh, okay. Um, super gay. Like, soup. I mean, some of the sex scenes. I'm like, how do you get away with this on AMC? Um, but so good. Um, Louis is played by, um, he was on Game of Thrones. He was the Dragon Queen's uh, sullied, the sullied? Is that oh, what really? The, 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 lead, the head of her sullied army. 
Really? Yes. That was having the relationship with her... With her uh, translator, yeah. Yeah, her translator. Oh, okay. Yeah. He plays um, Louis in it. And oh, he's really? so hot. He is. God, he's so hot. Anyway, when I saw him in Game of Thrones, I was like, you know what would make him so much hotter? If he was a vampire. And damn it, they did it. <laughs> so good. Uh, but yeah, that starts up in the spring. I believe that it, it's... Maybe that's the one I was reading that starts up in March. Um, but yeah, that's coming. So you've got a, a little bit of time to catch up on the first season and you can find that on AMC plus. Also, I believe the first season is on Hulu now too. So, oh, okay. And it might be on max. I'll check it out. It's been released everywhere. Um, uh, the next one. This is your fault. You made this. List. I know I made this list. The next one is the only reality show that I, I put on the list. Which you have not seen any episode of. Um, I have not. This we're going into the second season. Um, it's on Out TV. It's called For the Love of Dilfs. I'll let you talk. You did some research on it. You no, t- I, I I don't know anything. Oh, about you don't know. It. I mean, I I feel like I've watched. Now that I watched. I may have watched part of an episode when we were watching yeah. um, So Fierce, which I imagine season two of that must be coming out soon. Of which one? So Fierce. Probably. He's, Jeremy probably is trying to hide that from me because he knows I'm going to make him watch it. I'm sure. Gidget's not going to be on it. We still got to watch it. I'm sure somebody we know will be. Uh, you know a lot of Canadians? Um, <laughs> there were. Um, and, okay, so uh, for the love of the Delfs, um, my favorite part is it's hosted by Stormy Daniels. And for those who don't know Stormy Daniels, that is the adult porn star who um, was paid hush money for uh, engaging in certain activities with Donald Trump. And not telling anybody. And not telling anybody until after he got elected. Yeah. So um, she hosts this, and they bring in a bunch of young, muscular, hot himbos. uh, Their word, not mine. um, And then a bunch of well-off rich daddies and then pair them off and see if anybody makes a love connection. Um, it is as stupid and disgusting as it sounds uh, from what I have seen. And we can't wait to and tell I'm you sure all about we're going to watch it. Yeah, we should do that. Um, I don't know if we're going to watch, like maybe we'll binge the first season in anticipation and then we'll start doing like weekly updates. Um, but it does, it starts here soon, like in the next week or so uh, the second season um, so I'm down for the DILF. Um, the DILF. I'm down for the DILF. I just I was scrolling through here trying to find a date, and I saw a quote from somebody that says, "Meet the hottest himbox in the world," said Doctor DILF. Is there somebody called Doctor DILF on this show? <laughs> anyway, um, I don't see um a start date. Good Lord, how many words can People Magazine write about this damn show? This is the longest article. I'm surprised People January Magazine January 23rd. Oh, okay. So we have 10, 11, no, we have less than. We have than. less than two weeks. All right. We have eight days. We have a week and one day to catch up. I can um, do it. So we'll get, uh, we'll get, uh, we'll get an uh, out TV subscription and we'll start watching. And uh, oh, for the love of the Delfs. So final we, TV show. We have White Lotus on the on the list, but that's actually yes, not that coming out bumped. until twenty twenty five. Yeah, unfortunately, the writer strike and the actor strike moved a lot of things. We were actually sub- expected to get House of Dragons by the beginning of twenty twenty four, 
Um, and because HBO didn't know where they were going to be, um, be able, be able to get things in, um, they moved it to June, um, or the summer. Um, but yeah, so a lot of things got bumped house. The white Lotus was supposed to start, uh, this year. Uh, the last of us part two was supposed to start this year and both of them got bumped, um, to 2025. So, oh, okay. uh, we've got some time for those now, but, uh, but one didn't get bumped and yes. that is Heartstoppers. Heartstoppers season three. <sighs> Will be coming out. Did you just come here from are you from Boston all of a sudden. Hot, hot stopper. Hot stopper. Sorry, hot, I was watching hopper. Ted all weekend, and my Boston keeps slipping hot out. Stopper. Um, hot stopper. Uh, the queer British comedy of coming of era, uh, coming of age rom com series. Um, season three. They haven't released the exact date, but uh, it is expected, according to Teen Vogue, uh, as early as this summer. Ooh. Um, but uh, yeah, so it is the continued escapades of Charlie, Nick, and et al. Did you did you read the official synopsis? Um, yes. Why don't you give it a read? Charlie and Nick's relationship has been going really well, and Charlie thinks he's ready to say those three little words. Uh-oh. I love you. I love Isn't anal. Isn't it so funny? <laughs> like how how um, how different life is. Like the. When you're younger than when you're older, like this is two seasons already. Come on, they yeah. haven't they haven't slept together yet, and so they love each other. So anyway, they have a, they they kiss a lot. Um, so then anyway, right? Like say this weird, sort of, awkward kissing. I love you. And then Nick feels the same way, but he's got a lot on his mind, especially the thought of coming out to his dad, which I thought he did last season. But he I did. His brother did. Oh, so so okay, that's what's on his mind is that he just came out to his dad, and the fact that Charlie might have an eating disorder. Which he definitely he does. does, and he knows. <laughs> so as a new school year begins, Nick and Charlie will have to learn what love really means. They will. <laughs> uh, we're just gonna name. We're gonna change them. this episode. Is gonna be called Shrill Season Two. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show? No, I I, I wanted to because it had that funny person in it, the girl that was in SNL, Kate McKinnon. No, Amy Schumer. No, she was. 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80 Bryant. 80 Bryant, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it it should be good. Um, I don't want this to to come across like I don't like this show, um, but you love this show more, much more than I love this show. I think it's a good show, um, but um, uh, maybe something that we should, might want to check out. I have heard that there's a show called Young Royals that is kind of a blend of this and Red, White, Royal, Blue. Um and it's like their third season starts this year. So we might yeah, want to look into that. I've seen something from that, and they probably have a lot more sex in it, which you might like more than just yes. the guys that kiss in the locker oh, room. Oh, it's like, mwah, mwah, mwah. Like, this is a love story. This is a coming-of-age love story, not just a coming First love story. First of all, <laughs> no one knows how to love when you're in school. <laughs> you think it's love. Um but yeah, so that's coming up, and uh, I just wanted good. to mention these things because they weren't really on the list. But did you know that? Do you watch Doctor Who? No. Um, well, Doctor Who is like as, as they're they're it's been around for a very yeah. very long time. I'm a, yeah, I'm and aware. Different of the show. I just people don't watch play it. Doctor yeah. Who throughout things. Well, this season, I guess this guy made an appearance. His name is uh, Shudi Gatwa. He made an appearance in like a Doctor Who episode or something in 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 December of last year or somewhere, and and. People really liked him, and now he is. He's an out gay person who is playing the first, the first gay black, black doctor. Gay black yeah. doctor. He was actually in the TV show. I don't know if you watched it on Netflix, Sex Education. 
He was in that. He is in that, yes. So that's coming out. And then we're here, season four. I just want to give a shout out to them because that's season four. That's that's pretty good, you know, for an HBO series. Um, that's a reality TV that's show. That's good thing. for a drag show. Well, you know, I mean, they go into a town and they take some person and turn him into a drag queen yeah. for a performance um, and well, since all you, the while teaching small town America. That since you mentioned okay. it, um, the new issue of Watermark coming out uh, on January 18th, whatever this Thursday is, um, features an uh, interview with Sasha Valore, who is one of the new hosts of We're Here for season four. Did you ever watch Yellow Jackets? I just know they have another no, season coming out. And I've heard good things. Lesbians. Very lesbian. I know that they have lesbian and non-binary uh, performers in it. I don't know if them in the show actually play non-binary and lesbian uh, characters, but there are um, openly gay or open LGBT, openly LGBTQ uh, performers. I've heard good things about the show, but I haven't watched mm -hmm. it. Yeah, maybe we'll have to check it out. Uh, so then we got movies. We got some movies. The movies, the 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 queer, the queer cinema. So the first Four. one I'm trying to on catch here. up with Jeremy's Boston stuff here. The queer cinema. Um, oh, that's funny because this first one ties into it. It's a wicked good movie. <laughs> it's wicked cool. And it's called Wicked Part One. Uh, it is the musical powerhouse of Wicked, how uh, the Wicked Witch of the West became the Wicked Witch of the West. Um, and it stars um, uh, Cynthia uh, Ar Arivo. Is that how you pronounce it? Arivo? Um, and uh, Ariana Grande as Elphaba and Glinda. Uh, it also has Jonathan Bailey, who we watched in uh, Fellow Travelers, um, and uh, Michelle Yeoh, Jeff Goldblum. Um, I think. Oh, who's the guy from? Um, why am I doing this? Who's the guy? Are you doing air quotes? Um, <laughs> who's the guy from uh, uh, from SNL? Uh, Bowen Yang. Bowen oh, Yang yeah. is in it. Um, and it is directed by the guy who did um, Crazy Rich Agent, Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> it's produced by the guys who made Dear Evan Hansen. For those who don't know, that is Ben Platt's father. <laughs> um, so it's one of the most anticipated movies of the year. It has been broken into two parts. It's expected to add a lot more that's not in the Broadway musical, including well, several so. original musical numbers yeah from the original from schwartz the the original composer mm. movie i see guy. this schwartz is as big as mine <laughs> so it, it comes out november 27th yes. of 2024 and then part two comes out december 25th 2025 yes um did you know this i just i looked i, I found this fascinating do you know why they call the wicked witch alphaba um yes it's um the initials of uh, um of the, the author of the, of the author of, of Wizard of Oz, whose right. name it's, escapes me right now. It's the phonetic um, spelling or uh, of his initials, L. Frank Baum. Yes, yes, that's fan yeah. I, however, do not like, know. Mm -hmm, we all knew that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, if, there's one thing you could you find out. There's one um, in the musical. She is Galinda until she becomes Glinda. Why? <laughs> it's a. It's. Oh. Oh, so she. This is great entertainment yeah. for you. All. Oh yeah, because you, you can't, can't hear. hear you. So they anyway, hear. For, here's the here's the uh, uh, TDLR uh, TRTL. Goat can't say her name. Right. Goat can't say her name, so That's she a... adopts it to because uh, she supports the goats. 
Um, but it looks like a great movie. Looks that's like exact, I mean, it's the musical. That's exactly what Caitlin said. Word the for musical. Word. I said it's the abridged version. <laughs> um, and uh, so it's going to be a great movie. It's a great show. Um, next one on the list. I'm actually super excited for this one. It's called Drive Away Dolls. It's from Ethan Cohen, um, who is one of the writers directors of Fargo and No Country for Old Men. Makes a bunch of great movies. Um, and uh, um, it's it's got uh, where is my cast list? There we go. Uh, Beanie Feinstein, uh, Coleman Domingo, pa- uh, Pedro Pascal, uh, Matt Damon, um, and it is uh, not a whole lot of details I have on it, but it is uh, it's a Coen Brothers movie, which means there's going to be lots of violence, lots of cursing, and probably some fun accents. Um, but the little premise here written is the comedy caper. Uh, the, the comedy caper follows Jamie, an uninhibited free spirit, bemoaning yet another breakup with a girlfriend and her demure friend, Marion, who desperately needs to loosen up. In search of a fresh start, the two embark on an impromptu road trip to Tallahassee. Hey, they're coming to Florida. <laughs> but things quickly go awry when the, they cross paths with a group of inept criminals along the way. Was this made before last year? I because why would anyone in their right mind drive to Tallahassee? Uh, That's queer. This was no. It actually uh, it uh, it uh, filmed last year in October. It started filming October. I'm sorry, August 2022, um, and wrapped in October 2022. Oddly enough, not filmed in Florida at all. The entire movie was filmed in Pennsylvania. They just never make it out of there. <laughs> um, but uh, so this premieres. Uh, on February 23rd in theaters, and it uh, uh, should be a really good yeah, one. it looks I really, really funny. I really love Ethan Cohen films, so uh, that should be a, a lot of fun. Then we have two movies. Um, this man has made makes a movie like every 10 years, and now he's made two in one year. I'm never going to try to say his last name, but Luca, the guy who made uh, Call, Call, me, Me by uh, Call Me By Your Name, has two movies coming out this year. Kind of, partly because of the writer or the actors and writer strike, uh, his first movie Challengers was actually supposed to come out last year, uh, and it got bumped to this year. Um, and this one has uh, Zendaya in it. Earlier in the podcast, you mentioned we'll be talking about Zendaya. Well, here we are, um, along with Josh O'Connor and Michael Faced Fast Feist Feist, who he- was in West Side Story. Yes. He's cute. Yes. <laughs> His with the older version of him in Challengers is he's really cute, uh, and this is a sports. Good Lord, Wikipedia! It is an American romantic sports comedy drama. Any category you didn't check off? It did not look like it was comedy. Uh, Wikipedia has all four of the. It's an American film. It's a romance. It's sports. It's comedy. It's drama. It's two guys that like Zendaya, and mm-hmm. they're competing for her affection, and she. Um, and it, it looks like it's a very long story about them when they were young and then when they're older about who gets her. Or do they get each other? I mean, it is Luca. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know. I mean, as far as the trailer goes, we'll see. But the, the, the queerest thing about the trailer <laughs> seems to be that there's a threesome. And when they're all young, and that's... I that's will say it. some of the things I'm seeing written about it calls it a bisexual love triangle. So... Oh, okay. I think the boys like each other. Or maybe that's why they're competing for other affections to prove that they're better, but they mm. really just want each other. 
you really should send that to Luca because that sounds like an awesome movie I want to watch. <laughs> Um, the second movie um, is a little more on the nose of it's a gay movie. It is called Queer. It is a historical. <laughs> Do you think what's queer about that? Other than the title, it is a historical romantic drama film um, that is based on the 1985 novel of the same name, set in 1940s Mexico City. The film follows an outcast American expatriate played by Daniel Craig, who becomes infatuated with a younger man. Played by Drew Starsky. No, I'm sorry, Starkey. Well, he is a delightful looking young man. Uh oh. Ooh, he looks like he'd punch in the face before he slept with you. <laughs> um and uh I'm looking at his filmography. He was in Love Simon? Who is he in Love Simon? Really? Um he was Garrett. He was Garrett in Love Simon. Um, so I am unfamiliar. I mean, I've seen Love Simon. Um he was also in uh, the most recent Hellraiser movie on Hulu, uh, for those who watched that. Uh, he was also an officer in The Hate You Give, um, which uh, came out the same year as Love, Simon, uh, which was a great movie also. Um, oh, he has a main role in Outer Banks. I don't watch that. I've heard th- I, that's like one of those teen dramas, I think, that, uh, yeah, I don't know who he is. I'm looking at his picture, but he, I don't remember him in Love, Simon. Don't remember him at all in Love, Simon, and I don't think that looks anything like the photo we just no. looked at. He, uh, he is definitely apparently going through a, uh, a change. A glow up? Is that what the kids a glow call up. it? He's, gone on, he's going for a glow up. Um, but he was in an episode of Doom Patrol. He was in Sugar Queen, or Queen Sugar. Uh, had a recurring role in the TV series Scream. Caitlin just told me this is what people say. What? He needed to cook. He needed, oh, you give him time to cook? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like if you said, he doesn't look good there, and it's like, let I him get, cook. I get it. Yeah. Should, should have kept that bun in the oven a little while longer. That's um, what I'm hearing. He needed time to cook. Mean, All right. Mean boys and girls. Um, so that one's coming. Uh, let's see. Did I have a release date yet? Let's see. It does not, as far as I can tell, have a release date yet, other than it will be out sometime in 2024. So we'll keep an eye out for that one. It's actually, it's an independent film. Um, It looks like it's going to be distributed by 20th Century Fox, so it's probably going to make the um, film festival circuit. And then uh, uh, when it eventually does make it to streaming, being 20th Century Fox, I would look for that on Hulu. Um, or Disney Plus, if by the because by the end of the year, Disney Plus and Hulu are expected to merge, and it's going to be one app because oh. Disney bought out, uh, I think Universal, who owned the other half of her, or the other part of Hulu, and now Disney is the sole owner of Hulu, and they will be merging their two apps to keep things a little more condensed. Uh, the final movie, and this is one that I am, I think, of all the movies I'm the most intrigued by, um, is a documentary film that actually comes out. Uh, next week, and it's called Will and Harper, and it is a documentary with Will Farrell, who goes on a road trip with one of his friends whom he has been friends with for 30 years, who came out as transgender. So they go on a road trip to kind of for him to meet the new Harper's Harper. Deal. Good Lord, it's in the title, Jeremy. Pull <laughs> yeah. your head out of your ass. I'm like, what's her name? Harper. 
Um, so yeah, that's coming out next week, uh, and uh, should be a really awesome, uh, really interesting uh, documentary to watch. It, it is. Uh, I'm actually very excited <laughs> to see it. Yes, I think that it's I, that it would be a fascinating movie. Uh, but a documentary um, where you're just talking like actual people, I think it's uh, I think it's very brave of them to kind of do this mm-hmm. on on camera, just about like how close they were and then how they navigate this new relationship because they're best friends and they want to continue that. Yeah, and and I think that's if incredible. I know Hollywood like I know Hollywood within the next five years some version of this is going to be turned into a film, a dramatic film or a dramatic comedy film um, that will either be produced by Will Ferrell or star Will Ferrell um, in some sort of dramatic, fictionalized version of this story. Uh, It will star Will Ferrell and Jared Leto. (laughs) (laughs) And they're not playing the parts you think they would. Um, so yeah, so those are the movies and yeah, the TV I shows. I want to say that the TV show that you talked to, that we talked about, the one about um, Lost Boys and Fairies. Yes, it did. The plot of that reminded me that there's a movie out that we should watch and talk about on here. Our son with um, um, Billy Porter and Luke oh, Evans. Yes, I believe that came out this month. It's like the gay Kramer versus Kramer. We yes. should totally check it out. Nothing like. Watching two gay men fight over a divorce after all the years of us fighting for marriage. <laughs> Why did we fight if you're not going to work it out? I'm pretty sure that the first gay divorce came about five minutes after the first gay marriage. I don't think that. And I actually think the divorce rate in LGBTQ plus relationships is way less. Oh, it has and, to be. But it's probably because it's so new yeah. that the people who were getting married right away are people who have been together for 40, yeah. 50 years. Yeah. I also think that maybe that there's some sense of obligation of sticking out and really trying to make it work because of all the fighting we did. It's like, listen, we fucking hate each other. But we really fought. A lot of people fought for us to be able to do this. So maybe we should stick it out a little longer. Yeah. Maybe the divorce rate isn't high, but maybe the murder-suicide rate has gone through the roof. <laughs> uh, so, so next week's podcast, we're definitely, like, we might, like, maybe we'll talk about this movie. Maybe not. Yes. We'll talk about it later. But we 100% will be talking about the Emmys. Oh, uh, the as soon as, oh, we're going to talk like we're celebrities. Right from the podcast, we are going to leave and we're going to head out to the Emmys and watch them at our homes on TV TV. because we have not been invited to the Emmys yet. Yet. It's coming. You can see. I I watch those red carpet things. Like, Mm -hmm. look, and I'm very critical, and I I actually have a very um I'm I'm very self aware too. But there is no way that we would would be bad as as red carpet people. You know, interviewing people. You are much more humble than me. I was watching the Golden Globes, and I was thinking, there is no way that I couldn't host this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I mean, for a red carpet kind of a thing, I yeah. think certainly. We could I absolutely do that. Yeah, that go, that, that poor guy. I, I watched something where Kevin Hart was defending yeah. that, that guy's performance. There's a lot. Steve Martin has come out. A lot of comedians have come out to defend him. Well, I mean, but that's that. If I was that guy, I would think, oh, I must have really screwed up. If they have to come out and say, now, y'all, come on. Yeah. And it's not like he was, it's not because his jokes were tasteless or bad. They just weren't funny. They weren't no. funny enough for somebody that people just didn't know that well. Yeah. Now, oh, oh, you can say this guy was a celebrity and a megastar, but I just don't think that that translates into, it didn't translate yeah. into my oh, eyes. This, this I found hilarious because over the weekend, 
the Critics' Choice Awards happen. So the critics, obviously, they they have their own award show. Um, it was on the CW. I don't have the CW, so I couldn't watch it. However, I watched clips of it last night. It was hosted by um, Chelsea Handler, which I found out in finding out she hosted it. Her and Joe Coy, until recently, dated for many years. Really? Yes. So she was hosting, and she was telling it. She told a joke, and um, uh, I forget what the joke was, but the audience laughed, and she says, Thank you for laughing at that joke. I just want to let you know that the writers wrote that. And everyone laughed. And they cut to Will Ferrell, who was like giggling, (laughs) which is hilarious because I remember watching an interview with him uh, where he says he never he rarely laughs at other people because he only finds himself funny. <laughs> so he never laughs at jokes, but they cut to him and he was giggling. And I was like, good for you, Chelsea. You made Will Ferrell laugh. Um, but yeah, so um, they used to date and um, uh, and uh, she killed it. And John Mulaney hosted last week the Governor's Ball, uh, which is the precursors for the like the Lifetime Achievement Awards for the Oscars. He killed it. So I don't know why any of these people didn't step up. Joe Coy, in his defense, did get pulled in in the last minute. That nobody wanted to host the Golden Globes. They're very toxic still right now. Um, so they they probably should have just gone without a host. But what are you gonna yeah, do? Yeah, I mean, but even so, I'm just gonna say his mistake wasn't necessarily just not being funny. It was blaming the fact. Oh, that was the, the audience, worst thing he did. Yeah, you should don't tell an audience it's their fault they're not laughing. Yeah, don't and then blame don't, your writers. Don't blame your audience. Right. You're the you're the one up there. You have a mm-hmm. show to do. Just do it. If people aren't laughing at you, don't laugh at you. It's it reminds me. Uh, kind of reminds me of the Wave Award party last year. Yeah. And how we had oh. a host mm. who just it was it wasn't landing. Yeah. And not once did he yell at the audience no. or anybody else. He never just said, did he blame you or me no. he, or the audience. He just or his was writers. like he's like you know what it just didn't land tonight and that's yeah. that's all right that's what happens and thanks for letting me be here. That's what he that's what he needed to do. Uh, speaking of, I just want to mention if you um, are still listening, <laughs> if you're still listening, uh, Watermark does a yearly um, wave award. Oh my gosh. Uh, a yearly wave, wave, we call the Wave Awards, which is the Watermark Awards for Variety and Excellence, and one of the categories is favorite podcasts. So yes. if you're a listener and you enjoy this, head over to watermarkonline.com and uh, click on uh, the, the Waves at the very Bay top. Pod- yep. Or you could go to watermarkonline.com forward slash Waves 2024, and that'll take you directly yeah, to the page. Give us a little nomination yep. if you like it. Nominate 14 other categories because I won't count That's it true. if it's... <laughs> Jeremy's also be- a writer. Yeah. Watermark is a business. Yes. Um, favorite so new business, favorite writer. We- favorite business, favorite writer, favorite photographers out there. We got yeah, some photographers on staff. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, right. You've got 23 minutes. <laughs> oh, really? Is it <laughs> we, in today? It end, the nomination. But then make sure you come back for round two, uh, which goes up on Thursday, and uh, vote. Well, we got to end this because I got to go vote for us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, until next week. Uh, To start our second year, the cork is back in the bottle.